It is Wednesday, my dudes. All right, welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. I am your host, Simon. Uh, Mr. Lex is out of the building today. He has the flu. Well, when we're recording, he has the flu. We got to do this on weekends because we're old men. We can't stay up until two o'clock, uh, you know, two o'clock in the morning on a regular weekday. So uh, today we're going to do something a little bit different. My wife is here. Hello. The beautiful Nicole Welch. Calm. Calm down. Anyway, <laughs> she she's going to tell us a little bit about uh, her favorite episode, and then we're going to listen to a a review that we've already done. But, uh, you know, hopefully if you haven't heard it, you'll listen to it then. Uh, And if you have, we'll be back next week with a new episode. So, uh, as always, we're going to go into trending topics. Lex has his finger to the vein a little bit better than I have with uh, the news. But I'll just go over what I found. I don't know. (laughs) I know what I know, and I don't know most of that stuff. So, anyway... Uh, first thing on the docket, as you most of you know, uh, I'm a huge fan of Mezco toys. Um, yeah, I fell in love with these dolls a couple of years ago. I joke because they have like real cloth, and that's what I like about them, but it also makes them look like Barbies. So um, the first thing of the this uh, session, <laughs> Mezco, Mezco uh, had a contest called uh, 112 Day. Their, their main line is the 112 collective if you didn't know that it's 112 scale right and uh january 12th they had 112 day and they revealed the nosferatu symphony of horror edition it crashed the website mm-hmm. uh i got on there at 11 because it's eastern time they're in new york and i couldn't get past the buy it function and then I finally got to the cart, and then the cart timed out, and then <laughs> the PayPal timed out. And so uh, I didn't get one, which kind of sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, he truly had FOMO. Yeah, well, it's... I don't know why, man. My New Year's resolution was to not buy variants, and I have the original Nosferatu, so it's not like a huge deal. But, uh, you know, this one looked scarier. They always come with different, uh, this one came with like a couple of wolves and some bats and he had like sun fried face and I was, you know, (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, some people got him, some people didn't. It crashed the website. Mesco Toys uh, is notorious for having a website that gets overloaded. We thought that they fixed it and they did not. You could probably find some weird guy that looks like that at our public library. Probably, yeah. That's really mean. Those people are homeless, Nicole. They can't help it. Oh, (laughs) why would you say that? (laughs) That's really mean. You see, he puts things in my mouth. (laughs) Whoa, you also cannot say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I welcome some of those things. Okay, anyway. Anyway, I'm blushing. (laughs) Um, So, you know, along with 112 Day... Uh, along with 112 Day, they had a um, photo contest. So it goes all the way through the 20th. I don't know, it, when it, what is Wednesday? I believe Wednesday is probably the 20th uh, when this will air. I hope I won. I don't know. I've put out about um, 20 photos so far, all tagged. Uh, they randomly select, so 
it's always in hopes that uh, one of those will get randomly selected. <clears throat> anyway, um, so uh, on to some more news that's less X-rated and more R-rated. Uh, Peacemaker's first three episodes dropped. Um, they were released on HBO, and I saw Lex tweet it, and I, and I kind of agree had one of the most interesting intro sequences ever. Uh, what did you think about that? Are you talking about like the theme song yeah. and everything? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was totally refreshing. It was nice to see a comic hero story uh, video type thing that's not taking itself too seriously because um, these movies, to me... Not as a diehard fan, they're very ephemeral. They don't last long to me. They're just like, bang, boom, explosion. But a good synth line and some choreography, this will stick with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just that. You're, you're blaspheming to all of our listeners. <laughs> Sorry, audience. Uh, <laughs> Poser! Yeah. So, so we watched uh, at least two of the episodes so far. I'm sure we'll finish the third between now and when this airs. What, what are your thoughts on there? Uh, I am still curious. Did they explain what a butterfly is? Not yet. Do you know? I'm very curious. No, and I mean, like they kind of talk about in the in the the meta human in DC universe is like a superhero. Um, so like they say that she's a meta human. That's all we know so far. And he pushed the button on that <laughs> looked like a router, mm -hmm. uh, and it turned into something. But that's all we know so far. Uh, maybe they explain it in three, but I'm sure it's going to go a little bit longer before they fully explain it. But Yeah, this one snuck up on me. Um, I like it. I very much enjoyed it and plan to watch more episodes. Yeah, I honestly was surprised. I, for I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Like, I saw it dropped, and then mm -hmm. I saw Lex's Twitter. It's like, watching now. I said, oh, shit, yeah, better jump on that. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to see what it has to offer. And like you said, you know, it's a lot, it's written and directed by James Gunn, I believe, which is consistent because he did, uh, the Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad. Take out the, the mm -hmm. is the, the bad one, David Ayer's one. The one Simon still bought and loves. I don't love it. <laughs> I own it. It's, oh, is there a difference? 100%. Oh. You've never bought anything. You don't love you? everything in this room here? That's different. Oh. Okay, shut I am learning. It's a learning experience. You've, ne you've never bought anything that you didn't like that keyboard you returned. You didn't <laughs> love it, so you returned it. Thank you. Well, I had a defect. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. By the way, I'm the one that made the theme song here. Yeah. Worthy of a mention. Uh, we do mention it. Thank I'm you very playing. much. Well, we I'm in this episode. <laughs> we've definitely propped you up, and people, yeah. uh, we get good feedback on that. Not so. a total stranger to the podcast. Yeah, Nicole does a great job. She did an awesome job on that by making it, <laughs> making that guy's awful scream musical. So that was very, a lot of talent went into that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, on to some other DC news. Um, the Leslie Grace Batgirl vehicle that will also be on HBO as part of their new extended universe, because... I believe so. I could be wrong. Because um, her father's uh, the Jim Gordon, who will also have a TV show, who is played by Robert Wright. Is that his name? It's the guy that looks like Lex that's on uh, <laughs> Westworld. 
Anyway, kind of like Lex 40 years from now. Anyway, <clears throat> so anyway, new Batgirl costume revealed. Uh, I have some pictures here for reference for Nicole, how comic accurate it is. And it pissed a lot of people off. Can you believe mm-hmm. it? Uh, I mean, I think it's beautiful. I mean, the, this shot on the left here. The composure's great. I love the boots. It's about this. Oh, that one. Yes, the live action <laughs> costume is close to that costume. That's the mm. point. Okay. Yeah. Yes, well, See how comic I love a good that. brunette hero. She's uh, also African American. Um, Still brunette. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the costume is really, really comic accurate. It's my favorite Batgirl costume that they made, and it's the fact that it's not hypersexualized. that's not only pissed people yeah. off but that's part of the reason why it's my favorite uh-huh. um because i've always just liked the utilitarian you, i was about to say the utility belt well that's the, cool the, like the utilitarian uh ism of the the costume itself like it's just what it needs to be it it doesn't need boob cups it doesn't need, it doesn't need a corset um so i love it i'm a big fan uh like i said that's my favorite costume so I'm excited to see this, and I feel like it's really stupid that there's so much backlash. People just, uh, comic nerds get so mad. Mm-hmm. They get so mad if you, uh, and that's so accurate. I just don't get it, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, you'll have to, you listeners will have to tell us your thoughts on that. I'm sure if you haven't already, uh, because this was on Lex's Twitter. Um, so... We also recently watched Book of Boba Fett, and uh, there was kind of a funny part in there. It was a reference um, to the newest episode. Our dogs have the loudest feet. They have to walk around our house, scooting their butts. <laughs> Lynn, stop. Um, just making a lot of noise. Anyway, Look the, what I can do. <laughs> the newest... Uh, so we watched the just the animated sequence of the... Boba Fett's first entry into Star Wars the other day, right? Mm-hmm. I uh, started that. Yeah, so the reason I brought this up is because the newest episode actually references that animation mm-hmm. only in that he says, you know, he he's like, I want to learn to ride the, the, um, uh, no, it's not a Sarlacc. Come on. Big scary thing that Jabba the Hutt had. Yes, but... What is it Here's what I found. Oh. Um, Siri. <laughs> the, the giant rancor. creeping the seems to have been trained. The, the rancor. rancor. The rancor. Hey, Siri just volunteered. I didn't even ask. Yeah, well, I, t- I answered. So anyway, the rancor. So I'm impressed. Thank he, you, technology. He says, uh, you know, I want to learn how to ride the rancor. And he says, I've ridden such, something much bigger, which is... Uh, Kind of like, okay, y'all, who wrote this? You know, mm-hmm. you've written something bigger? Don't say something like that. <laughs> because people are always going to take it the wrong way. But um, anyway, it was in reference to that holiday special because he was on that big dinosaur thing. So I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of a funny... Does that make it canon? That's the question. Is it canon now? Has it always been? You got me there, pal. I don't know. It's interesting. I guess someday we'll find out. It's probably just a nod, but you know how people love to think. They're like, oh, dude, now that totally means that the holiday special is canon, so 
there is a Wookiee Christmas. Um, <laughs> so anyway. And the last bit of news that I have um, is the new Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Um, uh, Spider Amazing Spider-Man reboot? Uh, the um, panel advertisements. What did Peter do? And he's standing in a crater. I guess he's uh, he's sitting on his knees in a crater. But he looks really distraught. It's interesting. It's coming out in April 2022. And uh, I don't know. John Romita Jr., he's... I like him, but I feel like his Spider-Man's kind of weird. I think we've brought that up in the in the past um but i don't know he's it's not a very good quality what do you think of this image he's got a little bat controller or no sorry spider controller Bat controller. <laughs> i was thinking about the peacemaker in a helmet he has was like activate sonic boom and it sort of reminds me of this spider-man scene yeah but he's there are several craters i wonder Maybe he had a ginormous nuclear bat, uh, spider fart. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. But he looks pretty distraught. John Romita Jr., like I said, I like his artwork. Um, and uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. So anyway, uh, now that we're kind of done with the trending topics, I can't think of anything else that needs to be said. But Nicole, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about why you chose this particular episode and, you know, what your favorite parts were about it. Okay, so the episode I want to play today is 110. Let's review Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I picked that because that is... I liked both of those things when I was growing up and... I'm all for embracing the inner child. I think we're a lot happier as an adult when we embrace our inner child. And it's awesome to be married to such a big-hearted comic book, everything, uh, artist and podcast host, Simon. Uh, because it's like, yeah, he's doing the thing I like. And uh, my memories of the Power Rangers... And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, it, I think ever since as young as I could remember, or people would tell me that I would still steal action figures of the Power Rangers at daycare. So when I was like two <laughs> or three, and I saw them, and I thought, oh, I've got to have them. I guess I don't re remember these things, but. Um, yeah, apparently I ended up growing quite a collection of probably all of them. And um, I guess uh, putting all the action figures in my pants, maybe that was a diaper back then. That's kind of graphic. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with them in your pants. That is weird. <laughs> well, you know, I saw uh, Tiffany and I just wanted to be friends. So um, I think, yeah, I was like... It, Who's Tiffany. Not Tiffany, Kimberly. See, I blacked it all out. It's It was just kind of upsetting. But, uh, damn. And then, also, later on at pre-K, I do remember this. Um, 
I think I was trying to cast the mood so people thought I was cool. My brother, he's five years older than me, loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I brought in one of the VHS tapes of the movies, and I think they say, like, the word stupid, <laughs> like, two or three minutes into the movie, and they're like, uh-uh, no. I said, just give it one more chance. And I play, and they're like, oh, okay. And then not even two minutes later, the word comes up again. They go, no, no, and I'll, I just throw a fit. And they sent me to the corner. I was like, ugh. So, yeah, went to the corner. One, two, three, stupid. Four, five. <laughs> stupid. That's stupid. Right. So, that's um, the beginning of just loving these characters in my <laughs> young life. And Just imagine if you had gotten to the word damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which is our favorite line. Or Lex and I's favorite. Damn! Like, ugh. Terrible. Yeah, whatever that second word that broke the camel's back, that was it on that movie. So I picked this episode because I love those two things, or I did, I especially love them as a little girl. And um, it's kind of funny. I like the, they use a sound effect. That took a little bit of after. Uh, editing. <laughs> it's because it messed up. Our sound messed up. That's why we add those in there. Oh, no, I did. I couldn't tell. I thought it was just because Lex's joke laid flat. No, sometimes it's like our sound really like will completely cut out or our <laughs> recording will cut out, and so uh, he'll add a little effect in there. It was just the timing. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes shit. Yeah. Right yeah, so I like that, and I do like uh, when they keep talking about edging. Because I'm a fan of that as well. (laughs) So, that's it. Here's the episode 110. Welcome, everybody, to another Wednesday Pool List. I am your host, Simon. I'm here with my co-host, Lex. Lex, how are you? Hey, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I try to think of what you say, but you say something different every time. Uh, How are you? I'm good, dude. Just, you know, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> it's so weird we didn't rehearse that so it's, it's strange being on the other side this is a podcast where sometimes we review a trade some people call it a trade review and uh no one no one calls it that but but me so but i still think that needs to be a shirt some people call it a trade review and i, I think i would be the only person that wears i'd it. wear one and then people are like what's that mean I'm like well backstory you gotta listen to our podcast to find out. Nah, pass. <laughs> I think I nabbed a couple of listeners of at least one episode, maybe only five seconds worth. Nice. But uh, two people that I've traded toys with, they were like, "Oh, you do this? Yeah, totally. I'll check it out." Yeah. Tell them you'll give them five percent off their next trade. Five <laughs> percent <laughs> off your next listen. <laughs> All right. So this week. We are reviewing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it was a crossover. Uh, so Ninja Turtles is published by IDW and Power Rangers is pub- published by Boom. They did a collaborative special event, five-issue story. Um, that was a pretty big deal. The reason why I wanted to review it this week is because recently Hasbro had started releasing these drops of these 
Ninja Turtle Power Ranger figures. And people on the internet are just like, um, why do they always have to use the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? There's over a hundred different Power Rangers that they could <laughs> use. I'm just like, hey man, listen, this is based off of a book that came out already. It's like, it's been out for a while. And that's why they specifically used those, you know, characters. And, and it's the most popular. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, really is. is anyway. Yeah. Especially for like people our age, the people are going to spend $50 on a toy like that. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably going to be the original. Well, it's a two pack, $50 for two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's $50. I, still. <laughs> I, I pre-ordered all of them. <laughs> nice. I, I want for sure the Donatello and the shredder. I just know that they're going to release the turtle Megazord. It just would seem like it would be a like a it would seem like a waste if they didn't do it. Yeah. Um so I'm waiting on that. That'll definitely be a pre-order. But I it just it got me thinking a lot of people had never even heard of this crossover. And um, especially whenever the Shredder Green Ranger, which is the spoiler for this episode, but the Shredder figure dropped, everyone's like, Oh my god, who is it? What is that? Why does he look that? He looks like Mysterio. And we're just like, it's just it's part of the book. Just read the book. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they look they look good. I, I do not like the turtle designs, and we'll talk about that. that that's part of the review. But um, yeah, so it just made me want to read this. I have every issue, but I didn't finish it. I didn't. I don't think I read the last one. Mm-hmm. And then Simon and then Simon hadn't read it, so you know it was just we didn't know what to. I never know what we're going to read, and it just happened to be the topic of the week. So here we are. So you were just edging. <laughs> yeah, always. Not to completion. Always. I always like to leave the last issue of a series just in case one day I read it with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> How weird is that? All right. So do you want to start this bad way off or do you want me to start this off? It's also written by Ryan Parrott. Perot. <laughs> Perot. Maybe if you're if you're fancy. And the art is by Simone DeMeo. Not mayonnaise. Like Mio. De Mayo. <laughs> um, the covers were done by Dan Mora, which I will say right off the bat is one of my biggest gripes about this book. It's because Dan Mora is one of my all-time favorite artists. And, I mean, all of the covers look so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the art on the inside is not good. I'm just saying it's not the same. Right. Well, I mean, you've you've said that before. Like, it's uh-huh. kind of a – it's a bummer when you <laughs> – open the book and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're like, Oh my God, Dave Moore is on this Ninja Turtle book. It's a dream come true. I'll pick it up. And it's just like, no, he just did the covers, man. He did all the covers. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Jeez. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll start it off. The mighty Morton, <laughs> the mighty Morphin power Rangers <laughs> and the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles meet for the first time. The Power Rangers arrive in New York City to find Tommy Oliver, a.k.a. the Mighty Morphin Green Ranger, but soon discover he's joined forces with the villainous Shredder and the Foot Clan. As the Rangers are sent reeling by this betrayal, they're confronted by another frenemy. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles can... Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can these heroes find a way to work together to defeat the bad guys and save the world from total destruction? The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fight and maybe team up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the first time. I will say that it's not the first time they teamed up, though. 
there was a crossover uh, in the season <laughs> called uh, the season that was classes. that was Power Rangers in Space. I remember it specifically because I was a little older and I was more interested in butts at this point in my life than Power Rangers. But I've always been a huge fan of like Super Sentai, Power Rangers, Tokusatsu, stuff like that. But at this point in my life, I just got introduced to like, oh, ladies are fun. So I got more interested in that. <laughs> Boobies, yes. But my younger brother was still watching it. So I vaguely paid attention to it. And he told me, you know, there's going to be this crossover event between this. Uh, at the time, Ninja Turtles had a live action show called Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, which if you've seen it, you know that it's the worst. It's and, like scary bad. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like the robots at Chuck E. Cheese, like <laughs> scare, scare their eyes or they don't have eyelids, their eyes are just like wide open. Or, you know, like uh, we've seen pictures of the original Ninja Turtles suits and stuff, how they're like all deteriorated and stuff like that. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, so what did you think? What are your initial thoughts of this? What did you like? What didn't you like? Uh, and let's go from there. Um, so right off the bat, I like these. The splash pages are great. I love seeing the Power Rangers actually being acrobatic and mm-hmm. things like that. Like it's, I don't know, in the in the show when we're kids, it's like very childish, you know, <laughs> but they do add that in there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love that too. Um, but yeah, it's just cool. Cause they seem like legit superheroes, you know, mm-hmm. in this. So I was super down with that just right from the beginning. Um, yeah, I think you'll like the, uh, you know, we've talked about in the past doing maybe something for Patreon where we go through an entire saga, like all of age of apocalypse or something like that. I think that you would enjoy the Power Rangers like complete story. It's it's really good. It's like this. It's sort of like that original, like you said, the original show. But what if they actually? Because you know they're supposed to have like super strength and stuff. But in this, they just do karate chops and the space monsters disappear and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what do you think yeah. about the Ninja Turtles? So, uh, they were cool. I. Mostly like their designs. Their faces were a little off for me. Some of them. Like, Raph is cool. I didn't like Michelangelo so much. Mm-mm. I don't know. See, they're I, they're kind of weird. They come in and I, go. I don't like their designs. Um, like you said, they do come and go. There's sometimes where I do like their facial uh, structures and the way they're drawn. I appreciate the trying to differentiate them by having their different sort of bandanas or eye masks different. Mm-hmm. Um but I just did. I just didn't. I just couldn't get with the 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 designs of the turtles. That's probably my main gripe of this whole book. It's interesting that they have people sometimes, but when they're fighting, that's, they don't. Yeah, that's my problem. That's one of my problems. As if you listen to last week's episode, my main problem with wind was a pupil thing, and it's weird that it's it's come back up. Mm-hmm. And but their action scenes with the turtles are good as well. Um, same yeah. similar thing, like the Ninja Turtles in the movies. They're supposed to be ninjas, but, you know, limited Jim Henson style suits <laughs> that could only do so much. So well, even, even that, I never understood the weapons, you know, like, mm-hmm. why do they have these use wooden katanas? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't make don't don't edge me with these yeah. <laughs> badass katanas. And then you only use them to stick in the ceiling to do a kick. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never sliced anybody's head off or anything, mm-hmm. or even cut anybody with it. Right, right, right. Um, Only yeah. pizza. I do like in this book that they make a reference, I think in every issue, or just about every issue, sort of the turmoil that the Turtles deal with and not being recognized as heroes, which happens throughout you know various Ninja Turtle stories. But it's not in this issue. I know it's like in the last issue, but Donnie or one of the turtles says, if they see us, then we're not, we're ninja. It's not very good if they do see us. You know what I mean? That's part of being a hero is not taking the uh, recognition. So I did, I did appreciate that aspect being part of it because with the Ninja Turtles, it's silly. They're giant turtles. They're not really, they don't really scream ninja that live in the shadows or anything like that. So it's cool that they do make a reference from that. Um, Tommy, and I do, I love the Green Ranger, so having him in here looks, is cool to me, mm-hmm. even though he was in the Green Ranger in the first issue. Yeah, I honestly thought this was somehow going to connect to the last Ronin. I didn't know if that was... Oh, that'd be cool. Karai's something or other, but then as it goes, um, yeah, I like this inclusion as well. The... I, so I like another thing that I, I like is like the redesign of Zordon and uh, what's it robots Alpha Alpha, Alpha. Five. like Alpha Five looks the same but Zordon doesn't look like a warped face which <laughs> is like dumb um, yeah just like an old man head that's in a glass yeah, yeah. Alpha um, let's see but it, it's what throws me off a little bit is that I knew. I didn't expect them to get like one for one for the actors. You know, they probably wouldn't even have the permission for that, mm-hmm. but it is, they're like completely different people. You know, they don't seem the same to me. Uh, you mean the power Ranger characters? Yeah. Yeah. I th- and again, I think they're going off of more of the comic book ones because they're pretty much just like the, um, the ones from the comic book. And you know, like, like you said, the way we remember it, it's actually pretty terrible. Like <laughs> their acting chops and like their, um, the depth of the characters from the show was, there was nothing really besides Billy being a nerd, Zach being the hip hop dancer. Trini was the Asian. Kimberly, <laughs> yeah. Kim, Kimberly was the cheerleader. Like they had, you know, they had these like basic archetypes. Uh, these characters seem to have a little bit more depth, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Which I guess they don't need to be. Yeah. Especially the, in a story like this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I do like that they, you know, they keep, they they do keep that archetype for like Billy, you know, and, yeah. and how Donatello mm-hmm. and him interact and stuff is cool. Yeah, I feel uh, like that's important. Um, they made Zach more of like a Mikey character. Mm-hmm. But the Turtles do, they fight the, the Power Rangers in this first issue, don't they? Yes. Yeah, for a second, which, which I appreciate that it wasn't one of those. In a lot of these situations, every time there's heroes, mm-hmm. there it's just a lack of communication, and sometimes it goes on for too long. This one, I appreciate that it was like real short. Yeah, they were talking as they're they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, this is yeah, it's clearly a misunderstanding. So let's stop right here and not escalate this anymore. Um, yeah, and it was, and it's an honest misunderstanding because their friend was legitimately with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So it's not like either one of them are wrong. 
they just didn't know what was going on. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. The action scenes are, are what is the saving grace for me in this book. The nostalgia, the the Rangers look good. I just I, I'm not a fan of the turtle designs. Um, and that's just that's just a preference thing. It might not even be like an actual gripe. So, I don't know. Well, do we get do we get Shredder in this at all? Maybe at the end. Um. Is he at the very end? Let's see. I wish I... Oh, I do have my iPad. Sorry, guys. Uh, if he is, yes. If he's just at the very end, and it's just when Karai's talking to him. So you see him there. So one pro- one complaint I will have about this issue is that... So there, these Power Rangers have secret identities, which is a thing that goes on. You know, it's just part of their characters, right? He goes out of the way to use a different name for <laughs> Karai, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, like he only he, a different calls, last name. Yeah, his name is Tommy Marshall, and I was like, "That's I know that's not his name because I've known I've watched this show since mm-hmm. I was a kid," and I was just like, "That's weird. Why? Why would that matter? <laughs> of all things, why would that? Like, she's gonna do a background check on him and see he's a kid from high school. She's not. He's not gonna." Look him up, and then be like, "Oh, he's the fucking Green Ranger," <laughs> or mm-hmm. it just it's kind of stupid to. Oh, to I have. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but they do know that information, so I guess that's a little bit of a plot hole. Well, Shredder knows, and then uh, because they he he makes a reference that says, "I think it might be in the next issue," um, about the interdimensional. Well, no, he says he morphs. We'll talk about it in a second. He morphs, and. Shredder and Cry says, "If you would have told me he was a Power Ranger, I would have had a, you know different plans for him." And he calls him Tommy Oliver. <clears throat> like, oh, right. these are just it's my plan. Like, he's you don't need to know everything, sort of thing. And okay, yeah. So that is issue number one. Oh no, he morphs in the first issue. Yeah, so maybe that is all in the first issue. Yeah, when they're fight, when, yeah. When they're fighting on the roof, he morphs with his friends. Yeah, and then dips out. Like a punk ass bitch. Well, so they find him. So <laughs> they find him because he morphed because they've been looking for him. Yeah, man. and then they join up. But he morphed before because he was stealing that thing, and that's when the turtles first find Tom. Yeah, and then and then he just jumps in the fight with them, and right. which which makes sense from their point of view because they fight monsters all the time. Now they're just like, oh damn. These are Ninja Turtles. <laughs> They're just obviously monsters that Rita created. Yeah. that's. I thought that was funny. All right. Issue number two. Tommy faces a shocking betrayal within the Foot Clan that puts him in the crosshairs of their leader, the Shredder. But can the Rangers and the turtle put, Turtles put their differences aside before Shredder unleashes his ultimate weapon? No Rangers or Turtle fans can miss this shocking last page. It was a good last page. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so this issue is just more of them bonding and sort of clearing the air between the Power Rangers and the Turtles. They meet Splinter. They meet April O'Neil. And they, I mean, they become really good friends really fast. But again, it's, it's this sort of thing. Like, it's like this whole book reminds me of like an episode of Power Rangers yeah. Like there's not a lot of depth to it. There's just like, oh, they team up, they're fighting the bad guys, the bad guys grow, 
the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much like that. Like the nuts Yeah. It is cool to see them, though. You know, see them interact and it be sort of normal. They introduce a character that's we find out why Tommy is doing all this because it's this friend that is not a main character in any other Power Rangers medium or anything. It's just a guy he knew from just a guy back in the day that joined the Foot Clan, and Tommy's going to save him. And he couldn't tell he couldn't tell his friends that because uh, plot armor <laughs> because because. For plot reasons, he was so he was so secretive. Even in the situation where he could have he could have prevented a lot of the fight, just like hey, this is a misunderstanding. Like my friends captured, then all the turtles and all the Rangers work together and beat the shit out of Shredder. The end. Yeah, man, he's in deep cover though, man. Yeah, he's Tommy Marshall. <laughs> and yeah, so they bond, like you said. Uh, Billy and Donnie bond. You know, they all have their character that they bond with. Trainee is the angry character in this version of the Power Rangers, I guess. And so her and Raph bond. I feel like I don't remember her presence that much, to be honest. In the book? Yeah. Or just in the show? Uh, in the book. It's because she passed away. <laughs> Terrible. Her presence isn't here anymore. <laughs> It's like I couldn't feel her on the plane of existence. Wow, and they made her, they actually made her like a woman in the comic. Good for them. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, if so, but you you know that, you know how the Power Rangers were made. The original yeah. Yellow Ranger was a dude in the, mm-hmm. the Japanese version. So mm-hmm. that's why they picked an Asian girl, because she's flat okay. as a ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they're fighting. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what happens. They're just bonding this issue pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow Kimberly and April are best friends now. Yeah, she becomes her intern for like a very short time. I feel like April is the worst reporter at that place. She just does whatever <laughs> she wants. It well, she's a lot like Lois Lane. Yeah, in that way. Um, Except she doesn't need a Superman because her Superman is a homeless vigilante who beats people up with baseball bats and croquet mallets. So, like, Lois Lane has Superman to, like, save her if she's falling out of a building. April doesn't have that because her Superman is Casey Jones, a a homeless vigilante that goes around beating people with sticks and stuff. Yeah. Cricket? (laughs) Jose Canseco! (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) A Jose Canseco man? And so Tommy tries to morph, and apparently... Shredder, what I've always liked about Shredder is he's this old school ninja character, right? But he has this weird relationship with these aliens in Dimension X, like really Mm -hmm. weird relationship with with them always. Yeah, I've never really understood that at all. And and I like that they added in here. He's just like, and it makes sense. Like he, he shouldn't have technology that can demorph the Green Ranger and steal his powers. He shouldn't. He's just a ninja with a bunch of like, Street kids dressed up in foot outfits. <laughs> right, yeah. Who stole Walkmans. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even uh, know where he got that thing. And then he, okay, so he takes Tommy's powers, and this big page at the end is the Green Ranger Shredder, which does look way better in this on this page than the toy does. Yes. Um, and there's something, I mean, yeah, to get into that a little bit, 
that's the part I did not like about the turtles is I would prefer this with more hatch marks or something mm-hmm. over the almost two 80s cartoon turtles that are in those toys. Yeah, it's like they didn't put a lot into those toys. Not and I'm not saying they didn't put a lot into those toys. I'm I'm saying it's like they didn't do a lot of the details. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the April toy is just the Pink Ranger toy with an alternate. <laughs> with an yeah, alternate but I April. need that. I need that one. So it's okay. <laughs> you do. Um, what do you think about this issue altogether? <laughs> I didn't know there was a tail end of that. I mean, I was. Uh, <laughs> I like. Uh, well, it, it the way that they bring in Rita is convenient. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, but interesting and. I <laughs> I love this moment where they're like where the Red Ranger and Leonardo are talking about how they're going to defeat Karai and like mm-hmm. oh you should use this method or you should use this method and Trina yeah. just hits her in the head with a pot. <laughs> like hey I just hit her in the head. <laughs> yeah. And then Karai's like I'm si- I'm standing right here. I can hear you. <laughs> it's yeah. just like sort of like a pissing contest between the leaders of the groups. Right. And um, yeah, that's cool. I do like the. If this is where it gets really sort of like uh, afternoon TV, where Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady are just on the moon now at Rita's Fortress. <laughs> and I will always like this Bebop and Rocksteady. I appreciate yeah. them doing different versions and things like that, but I will always appreciate the turtle shell shoulder pads. And then, <laughs> With then, like the skeleton, yeah, and then, which is really sad if you think about it. it he just killed really two sad. turtles, two big ass turtles for his shoulders, and then uh, Rocksteady with his belly hanging out, and the grenades. I will always love those designs; they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then they have this interaction. Shredder is just a ninja again. I know he's the one of the greatest ninja of all time, but Rita is this intergalactic space sorceress and he's just like yeah uh, we're gonna do things my way and she obviously has other plans it's very afternoon tv which the source material is afternoon tv so i'm not mad at it yeah i i like i like how they've done this again you know with the way the power rangers were fighting and seeing the ninja turtles actually be really which they did in the cartoon, you know, um, mm-hmm. but not the movies. But it's nice to see Rita Repulsa at one. She looks good. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in the car- it's like in the cartoon where they hired that American Rita, which was like a younger, hot Asian version. Because <laughs> you know they used the, like the Japanese edits, and it's like the old lady. But then they needed more Rita scenes for the American scenes. That was her. So they- that was the same lady. She that was learned- nothing, dude. I've. <laughs> It's the same lady, and she learned she learned to overdub herself with English. She learned just enough phonetically. I'm no. telling you, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> We're going to look this up in the after show, because there is... A, I know for a fact that's not the same lady. That lady, <laughs> the original Rita, this show, first of all, came out in the 70s, and that lady was like 70. Yeah, and man. And so the new Rita was young, 
And this show came out in the 90s. I don't know. We didn't watch the same show. You were watching whoa. a porn version. Well, we'll we'll check the tape after this. <laughs> um, the ta- well, beyond that, what my point was is how powerful they made her. Like, she was a legitimate threat on her own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't as corny. She wasn't as corny as the show. She still has some pony boob things, so Yeah, you gotta, gotta have, have the cones. Chapter three, take it away. I, I cannot get over how great these covers are. I just, yeah. I, I will not forgive this book for that alone. Because again, Dan Moore is one of my all-time favorite artists. Yeah, it's really sad that they didn't. I do like the internal art, though. I do too. I just, you, you know, again, like you, I've mentioned it before. Like I just, yeah, I don't well, like it it's sold something. It changes too. Like the first time the Green Ranger appears, it's almost a cell shaded look. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we go forward, you, you kind of get darker. Your, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. So issue tres, I don't know how to read, uh, Rita Repulsa faces off against Shredder for control of the weapon that will change the Power Rangers forever. No matter who wins, the world will never be the same. As the two villains battle, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers team up with their new allies, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to storm the Foot Clan base to save Tommy. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's All it. Right. Next issue. <laughs> so they they that is cool that they fight and like it goes back to what you're saying. It makes her she's an you don't ever see her really fight in the old show at all Mm-mm. and and so to see her actually fighting shredder in this situation is really cool um i, I like the little blue guy i can't remember his name he's like why am i the only one who bought weapon you know like he's they're getting shot at like they're used to the mm-hmm. power rangers who use like fake laser beams and, and <laughs> plastic swords and uh rocksteady is in here or is that bebop i guess it's bebop i can't remember yeah, bebop. who yeah bebop's, bebop's in the here. big with like a the warthog, the warthog, he's got a uh, like a minigun mm-hmm. or something, which is great. It is cool to see them fight, but then they're like, okay, we'll stop fighting because you know, let's just kill those kids first because t- the turtles are kids too, they're all teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they realize, I think they oh, because Shredder morphed the same thing, now they know, oh, okay, well, we can pinpoint you know where tommy is or whatever so mm-hmm. power rangers morph that's a great splash page i do like every time they morph those are those are great they really even though it's different every single time in the yeah. show it's never different it's pretty much just the same cut that they slice in every episode yeah like they could be wearing different clothes in the show but then they do that jump cut of them morphing and it's like a totally different outfit i love oh, how many plot holes the ninja turtles pop um like for example they're this during this splash page that you're talking about donatel mm-hmm. says so they're clothes underneath the outfits <laughs> like because yeah. i've always wondered the same thing you know yeah yeah and it's funny because it's like thinking about them how out of touch with just being a human alone they are you know, because in the first issue, they're like, if you could be a human, what would be the one thing that you would love? And then, you know, mm-hmm. Donnie says having five fingers. And for some reason, Leonardo says hair. <laughs> and Raph says nothing. 
and then you're like, yeah, we know you're lying. Donnie's like, yeah, that dude wears more human clothes than anyone I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you automatically think of like Ninja Turtles 1 where he has the trench coat oh, on. Yeah. And yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so they Timeless. leave. Even even though the turtles say, hey, we'll go with you. They're like, no, nah, man, we're good. Uh, we'll just, this is, you know, intergalactic superhero stuff. You guys yeah. stay down here in the fucking sewer and eat your pizza, your weird pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but they get led into a trap. Um, yep. Which yeah, is, because, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, it's just predictable. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, they get led into a trap because it's, they see, they think it's Tommy for some reason. They have these futuristic space helmets, but they can't see that Tommy now has a giant <laughs> purple cape on. Yeah, they're <laughs> and not a shredder helmet. There's nothing cool about the helmets. They don't have like a Terminator vision. It's just like a sunglasses. <laughs> you, would, you would think they did. You know <laughs> it's just like a welding uh, yeah. mask, you know. And I, then the go ahead. So I like when he goes through this and he figures out basically how the how to take their powers away. Which is what he did to Tommy. Uh huh. I love this little page here of seeing the clothes, uh, the morph suits, or whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. kind of like rip off of them or like dispel. Yeah, it reminds yeah, me. me yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, Metroid. Other M was not a popular game, but it mm -hmm. had some cool scenes of how her suit actually works, and there were a couple where she would kind of like lose it if she wasn't concentrating on keeping the armor on oh wow and that's it kind of what reminds me of this like something that kind of gets blown off of you as these waves hit you i don't know then then my favorite scene in the entire book happens the turtles can't get there fast enough they're too far away and i guess they can't be teleported unless they're with the power rangers that's very ambiguous. Whatever. They don't have to explain it. Teleportation's weird. Um, but then my boy comes in. He says, <laughs> hey there, Lawbreaker. Remember me? And I love Casey Jones as a character so much because he doesn't use guns. Like he's people, you know, he's not Punisher. He doesn't use guns. He doesn't kill people, but he just beats the shit out of people. <laughs> He's like uh, Batman, but a little crazier and from yeah, the streets. Like a, yeah, no money Batman. He ha he wears sneakers and fucking sweatsuit every night. Hockey mask. I bet he stinks, dude. Oh my gosh. And he's just out there just like beating the shit out of people, man. I love Casey Jones because it, that's this is not his element. Or what it is now, and like this point of his career like fighting ninjas is, is he's he knows how to do it now but like at before he got introduced to this world he was just a dude beating up criminals now he's fighting shredder yeah know? yeah and it's just so cool because he's completely outpowered he doesn't know shredder's super powered right now um cricket you gotta <laughs> eat crumpets to understand and that, cricket <laughs> and he even makes the cricket reference which i'm just like okay i love that uh and he I'm pretty sure he hits the shit out of Shredder, knocks him down. Yeah, yeah, which is weird again because Shredder is super powered. Um, he gets one but, good hit in, but then they catch a beat down and Shredder leaves. <laughs> it's crazy to see him. Uh, uh, so Zach is depowered, and he gets him and uh, Casey Jones and just like head slams him into the ground. <laughs> yeah, like, 
even though he has super strength, he probably should have just smashed her heads in. It should have exploded. Yeah. But huh. we can't do that to the Power Rangers. And he teleports, Shredder teleports away with his powers, and Rita does what Rita does and drops a monster on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Because why not? Wildfire. And then they explain how the powers don't work, which I think I like it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, they don't need a real explanation. I I do like that. So, okay. I understood that, but I thought it was a human thing. So I was confused when April O'Neil could use the pink suit. It was, I think it was specifically the person. Because I think in issue four, he uh, he's trying to get Rita to expand the scope of that laser or whatever it is, right? To, so he can pick everyone. Uh, I see, I see. Okay, and so they like reset it, but they it was just for those five that they couldn't use it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So basically, because it bonds to their DNA or it was bonded to their DNA at the time, it just sort of like glitches it. Mm. Um, Blue because, yeah, because he could use just like Shredder could use it after Tom. Because you know, uh, Rita said there's no you shouldn't be able to do that. But mm-hmm. He's like, fuck it, I'm a ninja bitch. <laughs> I'm a ninja bitch. And this this last page with the turtles really is an example of what I don't like about them. It, I just I don't know. Like Donnie, are you looking at the last page with them all in all four of them? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like Donnie's mask is like. A foot tall <laughs> for some reason. It's got fake and eyebrows it, cut into it. Yeah, and it, that's that's a problem that it like Mikey's doesn't look bad right here. Raph's doesn't look bad, but like Leonardo's, give him the whole bandana. Why does it go up to the top, like yeah, the middle of his head? The whole just, head. Just give him the whole thing. Well, it's uh, weird that Mikey and Raph kind of have the same mask. Yeah, and they have the most similar colors. And mm. I and I don't and I don't like. Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I, I don't no, like. No, no, when, I agree. I don't like when it's it's too much. Like I get that Mikey's orange, but like his <laughs> shin guards, his knee pads, his gloves, it's all orange. Like I like it when they have the brown knee pads, brown elbow pads, brown was, wrists. It's just the bandana. Yeah, I'm it's just saying. supposed to be the bandana, and they have like the '80s cartoon. They have their initials on their belt buckle. <laughs> which I'm like, where do they get these from, man? Yeah. Like the the point <laughs> the point is they're supposed to be like in the sewer. Well, and it's also like James Bond always introduced himself as Bond. James Bond. It's like you're the worst spy ever. <laughs> yeah, you're a spy. You're supposed to be a secret agent. There's nothing <clears throat> yeah. secret about you. Right. So, and that's how uh, it is. They have a they have a radical suggestion, and it is that they're going to give the Power Ranger or they give the Turtles the Power Rangers. Um, morphers, and I initially thought, like, are they gonna do it by colors? Because even Mikey says, Can we choose our own colors? But mm-hmm. are they, or are they gonna do it by like, like, was Leo gonna be the leader? But no, they didn't, they went radical, radical, radical. <laughs> yeah, they just but they went straight mm-hmm. up colors because it would make sense for Donnie to be the Blue Ranger. I know the colors don't match up, but like he's the nerd. Not that they have any like nerd attributes with the colors, but I don't know. It comes with the colors. The Blue Ranger was a dunce, but then he got that Power Ranger suit and he was now cool. he's making he's making Volkswagen Beetles that fly through the air. <laughs> yeah, all right. And and 
they could, I, I'm frazzled because if we're not, we're not going to talk about it until after, until it comes up. That's an issue five. Uh, we are in issue four now, and it's my turn. Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue number four. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as you've never seen them before versus Shredder. <laughs> That's okay. it. As Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah the, power, the Turtles become humans and the oh, that would have been cool <laughs> if the Power Rangers get mutated and the Turtles become human. Would it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I... Uh, so, again, this cover is so good. Uh, the Dan Moore cover, like with the Foot Clan flying in. I love that. I love anything with ninjas where they're almost like crawling over each other. Yeah, and just like sort of like zombies just like falling. Yeah. Like a huge, yeah, huge cloud of them. Um, but even even seeing the Power Rangers like kind of ninja look is cool, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of, it's cool. I like it. It is cool, yeah. It definitely is cool. And the turtles, in my opinion, they look really good right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The art. So we go into the issue. What did you think about this issue? Issue number four altogether. What'd you like? What didn't you like? What do you it's want to kind talk of, about? It's kind of weird that the Power Rangers, I mean, well, at this point, the Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, whatever, mm-hmm. were having such difficulty because they're, our, they're supposed to have this specialty. Like, that's what they do. But I guess they're not that public. But, you know, they're like supposed the, to... The Ninja Turtles? Yeah, they're supposed to be like these experts. I know that yeah. they're teenagers, but uh, they were kind of getting their shit rocked a little bit. And I was surprised. Yeah. And I'm surprised, honestly, that they even took the power. Like, I guess they're teenagers, so they're like, oh, hell yeah, we'll be Power Rangers. But, like, they fight space monsters, and they even make references to, like, sort of the old 80s stuff. Like, <laughs> we fought a rock monster invasion, and, you know... <clears throat> We fight all these things all the time, so I, in my head, they don't need the Power Rangers' power. They can mm-hmm. still just like win in their own way. Um, but I guess for the sake of the story, it's cool to to show this. Well, not only that, but shit tons of san- fan service, you know. Yeah, and the toys. Yeah, sand service. <laughs> uh, why? Why April O'Neil though? I, I guess I have the same problem. Should have been. It should have been uh, Master Splinter as the Pink yeah. Ranger. I'd well, see, like in the, in, the, in the Nickelodeon show, which I will say is the best version of Ninja Turtles that we've gotten, the like CG one above the eighties, way it's above the eighties. It's a hot take, man. Somebody's gonna be mad. Way, at you. way, 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 way. I'm just I'm, overall storytelling. It has oh yeah, everything. 100%. It has everything from the 80s. It does not. It has all the Easter eggs from everything that's important from the 80s. And then comic books. It's the best version of the characters. And it wasn't just about selling toys, which is what the 80s cartoon was about. Yeah. This was more of a homage to like the entire franchise because movies, Mm -hmm. comics, everything. It had a little bit of all that in it. So, yeah. And I don't I don't even know where I was going with that. I love that show. (laughs) I love that show. So, oh, about like so, April O'Neil, maybe. Oh yeah, April a... is trained by Splinter to be a ninja, mm. and so she learns those skills, and that makes more sense. But this is like uh, pla- uh, leather, yellow leather suit, April O'Neil. 
Hmm. But that doesn't have is any it, skills. Is it leather? I don't know. It's not leather, but I just imagine, I just imagine it being leather. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, it's cool. The action, uh, For the Splinter just to have a bunch of clothes, they're like, hey, you guys can change into these hip, <laughs> hipster teenage ninja clothes. Like a, a gas mask. He has a respirator, yeah. Um, yeah. which I was all I could think was, dude, you're going to pass out trying to jump around and breathe yeah. in that thing. Yeah, he had a respirator and they had like a fur coat <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> Is it that cold in New York at this time? Jesus. And so it was cool. I mean, it was cool to see them use the powers again. Like you said, it's fan service. It's all it's like one of those what if moments that you make up when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um they're fighting this non-important monster that Rita dropped on New York. I just, I just think it's weird that I would have rather it been Goldar or something. Something yeah. familiar. Yeah. Or that Sphinx monster. Something familiar. Yeah. At least something that we've seen before. Um, but they are, they, the turtles, for them to be so outside of this world in general, they're like, oh, now we got to use the pow- the ultimate power blaster. And they like put their weapons together. And even though their weapons are different, you know, like uh, Leo has Katana, a Katana version of Billy's staff. And, mm-hmm. uh, the dagger nunchuck thing, the weapons still make the exact same ultimate <laughs> blaster. I thought the same thing. Uh, it's funny that you brought that up because I was, I was looking for differences. Mm-mm. When they put it together, it was still the same, which is weird. And the sword always seemed the most useless. Like speaking of that like, thing, it's like, <laughs> tink, okay, what does it do? It's yeah, off center. Every, <laughs> well, everything else was a blaster. Like mm-hmm. the bottoms of the daggers and the bottom of the staff, they all had like holes that would shoot out. And the actual axe was pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, dude. The black the ranger was, was just, the goat, the best yeah, ranger. It really was, man. Like that was the coolest of all the weapons. Oh, it was yeah. a big, it's a big ass axe that was also a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, so cool. That's the coolest one. Um. Yeah, the sword just always kind of just like placed it on top, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever, Jason. I guess you put your sword on here." <laughs> yeah, it's like halfway falling off. He's just holding it on top. <laughs> they all land, and they're about to blast. And he's like, "Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on." Oh god, takes it. All right. Uh, and so they destroy this monster. Pretty stupid that this monster is. You know, he just they drop him, and he's dead. That's about the extent of the, because I don't think they really used the powers after that. Oh well, never mind. I was kind of surprised uh, because the Power Rangers fight a monster earlier, and you you know the sequence of the TV show. It's usually like shoot the monster with the thing, and then Rita throws down her staff, and then it becomes larger. So they never mm-hmm. defeat it with just the gun. So I was surprised to see twice that that happened. I did. I honestly did not think that we were going to see anything further than that for the rest yeah. of the series. They had turtle power though, mixed with this one. So turtle power and mm-hmm. mighty, mighty morphin power. <laughs> um, we also get a moment of Tommy and his friend being friends again. Yeah. They're, they, you remember you left me in the orphanage. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I got about? adopted, man. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and that's the end of the issue, except for, as you mentioned, Rita always throws her staff down and makes the monster grow. But this time, which I love that they did this instead, they make Bebop and Rocksteady grow, which was great, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
they deserve the time to shine, even though they're they're dumb, and they still deserve it. Yeah. And so the Power Ranger says, "We can't use the Megazord." So there you go. You get the keys, homies. <laughs> I like how strategic Rita is too. Even though she fails just as much, she's like blaming Shredder yeah. for all the failures. And she sort of has, and then you learn in the last issue that she has like an ulterior motive through all this. Uh, yeah. And so maybe it's saying that she's actually, because in the Power Ranger comic books, she is significantly better than the show version. Oh, Rita. sure. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they're thinking like she actually has a plan for a plan for a plan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to see the Megazord, which I love that Megazord so much. That's uh, so just, good, dude. It's just classic memories. And uh, that's the end of issue numero four. Uh, just <laughs> so like Bebop and Rocksteady are doing nothing to New York at this point. Like the, yeah. in the end, they're standing, but nothing gets destroyed. Yeah, they're like trying to push buildings down, but like nothing. Is, you know, you see yeah. the old show and there's just like smash, smash, explosion, explosion. But they're just like... Yeah, same thing every time. They're in Central Park as not to yeah. destroy any buildings. Smart. Good job. Good job, Rita. <laughs> yeah, you did oh, it. Oh, in this... Oh, no, this is this is issue number five. Another amazing cover. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Another the, amazing cover. The turtle designs in his covers are so much better than the ones that are in the... Yeah, that's book, why I think... That, that's why I think I hate it so much. Not hate it. Well, but it's just, just like a bait and switch. Because, like, in this instance, like, I'm looking at the cover right now, I I don't mind the blue wristbands, the blue knee pads, the blue shin guards, because they have that white bandage underneath to sort of mm-hmm. offset it, that make them look more like Ninja, you know what I mean? I wonder how long it takes them to get wrapped up like that. They just leave it on there. They're gross turtles. <laughs> yeah, they don't sweat, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. What are we on, for? No, five. five. It's the ultimate showdown between the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles up against the joint forces of Rita Repulsa and Shredder. Cowabunga! <laughs> I will say that I always will love when the Technodrome is in uh, a medium outside of the 80s cartoon show because mm-hmm. it is the most ridiculous mode of transportation. It's like a supervillain base that's mobile and has a <laughs> giant eyeball on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just being like a ball with tank tracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. For some reason, uh, it's one of my favorite, like, I guess, super villain vehicles. Uh, but it, it doesn't make any sense, but it's so good that they include it in stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that we talk about the Power Rangers power. It's so ambiguous. Like, mm-hmm. You know, they have super strength, they have, you know, they can jump higher, they have agility and things like that. But do they also have the innate ability to work technology? Mm. Because Raph is not the technological genius and he even makes a reference like, hey, this isn't me, you should be steering it. And then Donnie's like, well, you picked red, so you have to drive, which doesn't make sense to me. I still don't even understand how the damn Megazord works. Like, why are they all there if one of them can pilot it? Yeah, what is the rest of what are the rest of them doing? 
I control the foot. It reminds me of that Dexter's Lab yeah. <laughs> episode <laughs> where they have the Power Rangers thing. And yeah, the Dexter family all, thing. <laughs> yeah, they all control one limb. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but they get the hang of it. They've never flown this space technology before in their lives. And I get it. Donnie's a genius, but... Maybe it's really intuitive. I think it has to be. And, you know, because Raph even says it's like a button masher. I press a button and it beats up a monster. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like really... Maybe because they're in their suits, it sort of like links to their consciousness, kind of. Hope, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean, even... So there's a, a little... Uh, panel here that has uh mikey like with levers like what's he doing you know yeah what's just like, he doing? Click, <laughs> for it's, no reason it's just the the rest of them are fake it would make more sense if they were like pacific rim uh-huh. if they were all locked in like that um even or... if it was a controller because you know there are so many games where you can make all these movements yeah with just the yeah, <laughs> yeah. just your head like that yeah it would make more sense there should be we should make like a mech book where it's just like that's the controls of the ship. It's just like and make that. I've never thought about that. That makes so much sense. Like I've even thought about that with Gundams. Like they have the foot pedals, but how do you control the knee? Well, I don't like Gundam because uh, so depending on which Gundam ship you're you're piloting, not like that's not real. But some of them just have the the sh- gear, not gears, but the levers that are just like straightforward moves you mm-hmm. forward. I'm just like, well, how did that? There's so many, like, and you see them moving. Yeah, how do you do something <laughs> like a, complicated like a knee strike, which yeah. I've seen, you know, or like a, a cartwheel, and then you pull out your your lightsaber. It's like, the same. You, what is that? It's you the just same. See him just like Big O, because in Big O, he has these things where it's just. I imagine that there are buttons for the fingers. Uh-huh. I do love got, the control system in Big O, though, even though it might the, not make sense. Yeah, he's got the two pedal. But it does make sense, kind of, because that one's not maneuverable, so it just walks. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the the arm, there's no up or down motion. It's just this. Mm-hmm. But he's moved the arm up and down, so I don't know. Anyway, yeah. nerd fast. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, we'll go over the details of uh, <laughs> imaginary mech robots and Simon and I with our engineering degrees. Um, I do like the inclusion of the Dragon Sword. And going back to references from the Ninja Turtles about things, it's like, how does Tommy blow on the flute through a mask? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because Donnie's sort of like a nerd, which not sort of, he's like a nerd. And so he's sort of like, I I think it's funny that they, people know about the Power Rangers. So the Ninja Turtles know that the Power Rangers are like superheroes and they exist in their world. And they, you know, numerous times they say, you guys aren't the only ones that save the world. Again, we stop invasions all the time. We do this stuff, too. But Donnie's sort of like a fanboy of the Power Rangers. So I, I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the Dragon Sword is cooler. It's cooler in this than it is in the show. Again, in the show, <laughs> it's just like a... It's just Mecha Godzilla, but less yeah. maneuverable. It just has the hands to go straight out and shoots out those fingertip rockets. That's all he has. It doesn't even look like he has arms in this one. Yeah, no, he doesn't. To be honest, I don't remember seeing him anywhere. Oh, there it is. Well, there's one panel where he looks like they're behind his back or something. I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's cool. It's cool to see it's three on one, and now the turtles are getting their shit rocked in the Megazord. But we talk about, I talked about it earlier. Donnie is a genius. He is. 
And so it, he has a shrinking ray, which he made out of fucking soup cans and whatever he made <laughs> up. Whatever he made up. And Billy is also a genius. But Billy turned Metalhead into a Zord using mm-hmm. Donnie's shrink ray, re- reverse the polarity or whatever nerd thing they did, but made it fully functional on the inside. So, like, my thing is Metalhead didn't have, like, a mini cockpit in it. Yeah, so to make it, it. Yeah. So within this hour span of time, Billy crafted this. He should quit being the Power Rangers and go work for, like, NASA or so, like something more important. Maybe it's something easy, like he made it out of popsicle sticks and he just like made it bigger. There you go. God, that's so to me, I was just like, oh, At it's least, cool. It's it's so yeah. cool that you don't really pay attention to it. But it's like oh. I, I did. Uh, so I'm on the same page. I said the same thing to myself. I was like, how did he make the cockpit? Yeah, <laughs> so because because you say popsicle sticks. I know you were joking, but like there's like 17 monitors. in there. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. What are they doing? Uh, right. At yeah. least they referenced the growth in Shrink Ray in Before. the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a callback. It wasn't just straight out of nowhere. And it is cool to see Metalhead. Metalhead is, both of us love that part of the Ninja Turtles lore. So mm-hmm. it's, it is cool to see that. I, I'm not mad at it. Again, it's so cool that you pretty much just like, ah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They went with the the newest cartoon metalhead design, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it, he's in the shadows in the second issue, it looks like from the animated series I'm talking about. Yeah. But this one looks like exactly from the IDW book, even though the turtle designs are not the same from that. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And yeah, and they start they know how to pilot Zords. So they started beating the shit out of everybody with that with those Zords. I always love how the energy levels are just like the Megazord gets hit a max of six times. And it was like completely out of energy. We're in the red. We're going down. It's like, yeah. what? What is it? Oh, it's like the arc reactor. The first arc reactor. It's like, yeah. power your heart for a hundred years or something really big for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like those guys got beat down pretty quick and their energies. And then the, you know, metalhead comes and he's full of energy. And, uh, powers them up i guess i don't know i was i wasn't really paying attention i was just kind of sort of <laughs> enjoying the action sequences mm-hmm. i like this quick addition like quick exposition moment where it's like uh the megazord possesses innate adaptive capabilities you must utilize them now before it's too late yeah that makes more yeah. sense with like maybe that's how they pilot them mm-hmm. also but to see the turtle megazord was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah cool. the act the actual megazord combining with turtle head a uh, turtle head metal head, turtle head. <laughs> I got a turtle was head. <laughs> was probably the best moment of this entire book uh a super anime moment to just take out the technodrome too yeah yeah like it lands on top of it and just like all these slices that you don't even see it make it's cool. This book is cool. Yes, it's it's, but, it's completely fan service. Yeah, because it, it, again, like I've said before, it feels just like an episode of the show because now they're back on Shredder. Shredder leaves and he's back on the moon with um with Rita. They have some sort of side explanation where they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, they're just 
Alpha and Zordon are about 15 minutes away from figuring out how to reverse this, you know, effects or whatever, so we can morph. And uh, then they teleport to the moon. All normal again. To the moon. How do they breathe? Someone explain. How do the turtles breathe? Power Rangers make sense. Because they have theirs. They have their motorcycle helmets on. But yeah, they have, <laughs> they have enough oxygen for five minutes of activity. <laughs> but the turtles, yeah, how do they? They're holding their breath. Turtles can swim underwater. That's true. They can hold their breath for a long time. So that's what they're doing. And they beat the shit out of not really Rita. I think she evades most of their attacks. But uh, Shredder catches a beat down. Mm hmm. Because they re- Tommy's there, finally doing something significant. Reverses the same thing, I guess, that Shredder did to him. I totally um, thought that was a girl. I had to look at that three or four <laughs> times. I thought yeah, that his, was Karai. Yeah, his hair is weird in these two. But he morphs. And that morphing sequence is pretty cool. Yeah. It, and Again. that's what I was thinking about earlier. Is like this energy kind of being sucked or blown off of you or sucked like it's this like shadow to your body yeah. or something. Yeah. And now Tommy's there. Shredder's got nothing. But that's Ever. when Rita's when that's when Rita says, Hey, let me introduce me to those weirdo aliens that you know in Dimension X or whatever. Let's which is just out, red fucking, eyes. It's just it's just Krang. Krang. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is in that big ass What are you mean? <laughs> What's that big ass body that he's in? What's it called? Mm. It's called something. Just like an android. Just I should, an android body. I should know what it's called. I'm ashamed of myself. Ooh, and, uh, and that's how it ends. Just like an episode of Power Rangers. Because now they're back at the lair eating pizza and bonding. Yeah. Grasshoppers, bananas, and coleslaw. Does that? So I've always thought that's disgusting. Like, I don't know what his <laughs> deal is. It makes sense to have bugs on it. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, because he's a turtle. If you're a turtle. But coleslaw? Well, <laughs> I never got that and always hated it about Ninja Turtles in general. How they eat just like the the grossest stuff. Eating fucking garbage. It's got coffee filters. <laughs> it's yeah. just garbage. Like, think about it. They grew up in a sewer. Like that's yeah, what they... that, Well, to me, that makes sense. It's like we made this pizza out of old socks and <laughs> yeah. pieces of bread. But then Zach's like, yeah, this is fucking bomb ass. <laughs> yeah, it. we're going to call it the Michelangelo. Uh, and then perfect after school special ending raps like hey we we ain't done and then him oh, and tommy yeah. him and tommy fight yeah they cow- yeah cowabunga and uh that's how it is that's how it ends yeah so it, it to me it's not the best book in the world but it's so much fan service and it's so fun it's fun that, yeah you i can't i'm not mad at it it's not, and I mentioned maybe before we started recording that it's like, or maybe right at the beginning, it's not deep in any way. Mm-mm. It's very face value. There's no real like depth to the story, no twists, no turns. You pretty much know what's going to happen. Um, and I think that's what they were going for. So you, I can't really fault that. You know what I mean? I don't think they were trying to mask it as this like, never seen before thing you know well sure and if they can't go too deep with it because they these two fictions exist on their own yeah and, and separate publishers as well yeah. so it, it did you know it does have a cliffhanger they do 
sort of Rita and Shredder go to Dimension X or whatever, and then Splinter does say when our enemies return. So it's possible that there will there will be a follow up book. Um, but that's I mean that's pretty much it. So let me let me know what you think overall. Like you were you were basically just saying it. Uh yeah, overall, um, story's not deep, but I love the fan service. I love Ninja Turtles. I like uh Power Rangers. Obviously, I loved them a lot more when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But you know, I could I can't watch them now. I watch the the Sentai Super Sentai versions because that I can stomach that a little better, even though it's just as ridiculous. Yeah, but it's a little it's a little better. It's a little more mature too. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. one episode, and I was watching the Power Rangers Zeo uh, equivalent, mm-hmm. and there was this cop that was going to shoot himself in the head. Yeah, <laughs> like not a huge. Uh, it was just kind of like, whoa, all right. Um, well, and it's like it's a, an uncut version of what we get in the American. All we get is like slices of that. So it's it's the actual story of you know, right? It's one complete episode where it's mm-hmm. like your the American version is splicing several together. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, um, <clears throat> uh, it was a lot of fan service. I wish they had made a few changes. Make the monster something we recognize. Who the hell is Tyler? Make it yeah. bulked in Scully. You know? <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know why it was Tyler. Uh, because there's even a character in the main Power Ranger comic <laughs> books that's like an outside best friend. And they could have even used him, and it would have made more sense than just this random character that Tommy knew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and to see these characters like fail, I it would have been kind of neat. I, so you see that for a second when the Power Rangers get their uh, power stolen, but you don't see anyone get really defeated, which is kind of nice to see that like dip, like oh we're successful. Mm-hmm. What the hell are we gonna do? Never mind, we solved it. You know this. Yeah, that's how this one went. Oh, oh, just give us the Power Ranger stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll switch sides. Yeah, uh, that's why. I, that's why I say it has like a very after-school special vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's fan service, like you said. What everybody wants to see the cro- the crossover between Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. Oh shit, the Ninja Turtles are Power Rangers now. Mm-hmm. That's like some shit that you make up on the playground as a kid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it almost. So I think it could have been just as easy for them to just make the Ninja Turtles the worthy ones, mm-hmm. and then they they got the powers and yeah. leave the leave the Power Rangers out of it completely. <laughs> but yeah, like the Power Rangers get their ass kicked by Green Ranger Shredder, and they're like, you know, in a coma. Not in a coma, but like obviously I can't fight because I have broken ribs and my arms broken and shit like that. Yeah, and then the turtles. Make it like the enough. Green Lantern rings or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm with you. It, it was. It's fun. It's very. You what you see is what you get. The action scenes were really good. Let's mm. talk about the art. What do you think about the art overall? Overall, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice sketchy vibe in some things. The colors are really nice. The colors are great. I don't have a lot of complaints other than what we've noted is that, you know, mm-hmm. um, these, the weirdness with the turtles, but everything else I think is great. Uh, yeah. I will say there were some panels where I'd have to go back and look at them again. 
because mm-hmm. the way they were mapped out was a little confusing or yeah. just the I don't know like the the way they were cordoned off maybe they were trying to put too much in a little tiny spot yeah. but other than that I, 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 I did like the art in the overall book again I don't like the turtle designs but that that's just me personally but I loved how loose the entire book was. The action scenes really popped. And that, mm-hmm. that was important to me because these are characters that you always want to see really go all out. And so you, you really got that. You get this Megazord battle that in <clears throat> the show is just, again, walking robots that just like... <laughs> Cardboard boxes yeah. on elbows, uh, elbows and knees, you know. Yeah, punch and sparks, punch and sparks. But like you actually get to see like a real fight. And um, that's really cool. I do, I, I will have to say it again, just because this is my main gripe with this book, is that Dan Mora did the covers, and that was a disservice. I, and only because he's one of my favorite artists. That's it. And uh, I wish that Simone would have did the covers as well, because I feel like it would have been more well-received from... Then this is just me. This is not a negatively-received book. But just from my personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't don't tease me with Dan Moore and then give me somebody else. Yeah, if you're going to use them, use them as alt covers or something. Yeah, variants. Jesus. Yeah, the variants definitely. All right, so let's grade this bad boy, man. Bad boy, it's a bad boy. You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. I always make you go first. Um, I'm going to go B five. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with this book. Um, what you see is what you get. I, just, I have minor complaints and it's all preference. Mm-hmm. It's not an actual, there's nothing actually wrong with this story. Yeah. Uh, on the same note, I think it's a little undercooked. I'll give it an A5. I, yeah. uh, you know, it was, it was neat for what it is. It's mm-hmm. fun. But then when you start like, it's like a movie... It's it's like watching Spider-Man 1 again now. When it first came out, Spider-Man had never been on the big screen. You're like, holy shit. Blew my mind. Believe, yeah, I can't believe I'm seeing Spider-Man in real life. And now you watch it, you're like, this is kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah. Still good. But Still good. Anyway. Well, so. it's like, uh, and this is, this is a sidebar. It wouldn't be an episode if we didn't do a sidebar. It's like X-Men number one. If you know me out there in the world, then you know that I despise all the X-Men movies. But X-Men number one was the first superhero movie I saw in theaters. Mm. And I remember being like, this is it. This is the future. We get freaking <laughs> superhero movies now. Future. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but after watching it now and then watching what it spirals into, I'm just like, throw up in my pants. <laughs> in- See. Yeah, that sounds like you really pants. like it, then. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, <laughs> do the old pants throw up? It's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, that's it, guys. Uh, thank you for joining. If you want to support the podcast in any way, sign up for our Patreon. We got a ton of stuff that we're that I want to talk to Simon about, and we'll do that in the after show, which will be available to everyone. It's sort of our trending topics slash what's going on with me and Simon. We're doing that after this, and it will be up on Patreon. Again, open to everybody. Um, But for all the extra shows, you have to sign up. 
Which is not a big deal. For free. Come on, well, man. You got to give a teaser. You got to have that. Those ladies outside the Beetlejuice <laughs> the whorehouse. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> got side, sidetracked myself. Um, go to our website, Wednesdaypool.com. We got a ton of stuff on there. And if you want to find all of our links, go to the about me section and Simon's Instagram, my Instagram, all of our stuff's on there. So uh, do that. You got anything, Simon, for the peeps? Uh, as far as this is concerned, no. I don't want to talk to y'all. Um, I'm getting into legends now. I've, it's just kind of crazy. I've, you know, we were talking about earlier. I know this is trending topic stuff, but we were talking about earlier about the Ninja Turtles stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, fifty dollars seems like a lot, but I've spending a hundred dollars on a figure before. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I can buy four of these. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Four of these packs. So that's what I'm kind of liking. I've been doing a lot of trading and getting, I got like the Disney plus Scarlet witch. I got a Magneto, you know, just, Ooh. it's fun. Just to get the white Magneto. Well, I got to keep it white, man. You don't want that black just, Magneto. Just the way it came. I would have loved the <laughs> purple and red, but you know, <laughs> All right, guys, we're circling the drain. If you want to hear more about what Simon's collecting and what I have going on and what's going on in the nerd world, then check out our after show slash trending topics slash we don't have a title for it over on Patreon. We will see you guys next time. Bye.